guys. They do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. Oh, goddamn, what's that? Not our usual schedule, but we're live here for episode 92 of the Magic Guys. Doug, what's going on? You got some friends over there. Yeah, we had to do a special episode for these shenanigans. Look who's in the house. <laughs> it's the Magic Syndicate. Woo! It's really us. Uh, oh, yeah. Possible. I guess we should say hi to everyone. For those who don't know, Bob, what's up, man? Welcome, welcome to the studio. We got AJ Strauss and uh, I'm just calling him Magic Mark. Magic Mark. And parts unknown. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> he has numbers for last name. <laughs> hey, we've got Jimmy in the house already. Thanks for jumping on, man. This is a... Uh, so for those listening, yeah, we, so we missed uh, a podcast on our usual, usual schedule last week. Just uh, crazy scheduling at the moment. But these boys are on an even crazier schedule. And we can break it down a bit more. But essentially, as you can see in the title... These three men are going across all 50 states, and they just so happen to coalesque uh, today and be in New Orleans to hang out with Doug. And uh, just so that, happen. Yeah, just so happen. Thoroughly planned out, Almost I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, I love the photo of you guys that I saw. Doug's just so bloody gangster standing there. He's like, yeah, sweet. Oh, <laughs> three guys next to him. Yeah. Ha, ha, yeah. I just let yo. my freak flag fly on that one. That was great. How's it? Uh, yeah, how's it been so far in in Doug? It's been a magical whirlwind, and it's been raining the whole time. So we have yet to venture in to do any actual magician for anyone other than ourselves. Although we did get some great short shot. I think we did some good work yesterday. You know, Yo, doing a little collab on the short platforms. Those Everyone shorts. Had fun. Those shorts were great. And you got Bob to wear clothes in the video. So you're doing well. Yeah, that was a barter situation. I won't talk about what I had to give up for that. But, <sighs> mm. Bob, I can see your big grin. How, what's it like hanging out with the con? Uh, honestly, I'm just, if you knew what he paid me to wear clothes right now, you'd be smiling too. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic, honestly. Yeah, he's got I've had that, a great uh, time. So I don't care what everyone else thinks. I've had fun. I'm thinking I'm going to change this house into like a magic hostel, but I'm going to start charging for this experience. Oh, yeah. Well, costly oh, yeah. when you start buying beer and such. Or maybe maybe it's that you um, you get a, a certain cut of the busking that's done. While, well, I'm while hoping the shorts we shot make me some money, and then we break even maybe for this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true. You yahoos go viral today. <laughs> Yeah, did, who's gonna... I, they're off to a good start. It pleases me that everyone got a decent rep, uh, representation. Well, everywhere except TikTok, mm. of course, because that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, th those were great, by the way. Um, Thank you, Josh. All three. Everyone showed up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, cool. So, yeah, where do we start? I mean, everyone that's uh, watching the pod has probably heard mainly of, of, of Bob, but... Um, what is the Magic Syndicate? Let's start there. What are you guys doing? Well, Syndicate Magic is... Uh... You should change the name, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, Honestly, we weren't sure what we really wanted to do right off the bat, but we, we knew we wanted to do it together. Um, and after a little while, uh, we, we had the stupid idea of trying to do magic in all 50 states. So we just said, screw it, let's go do it. And AJ and Mark were like dumb enough to join me. 
This is the professionalism of the people I hang with. Well, I had this crappy idea, so we got some idiots to join me in this dumbness, and here we are in New Orleans. That's it. That's the whole story. And you've been ticking off. Uh, you've been ticking off your scavenger scavenger list as you go. What's yes. uh, like? How far into that have you gotten? We're only five states in, uh, so we've gotten. Not very far. We're 10%. It's funny. We're driving around today, and uh, Bob's like, one of my things is to perform magic under sea level. I'm like, well, just go perform in the French Quarter. We're actually under sea level in New Orleans. It's it's a weird situation where this place could just fill up with water. So, yeah, you'll, you'll knock that off the scavenger hunt tomorrow. What are, like, some of the more weird ones, the ones that are, like, crap? We I did don't that earlier when this. Bob paid me. Never mind. <laughs> My, my first item that I got is was actually my weirdest one. So since I am AJ the Mouse, on my list was find a woman named Cat and run away from her. So we went to Missouri. We were at a music festival. Um, Bob was showing some magic. Some people were introducing ourselves. Some people and some girl introduces herself as Cat. Uh, so Bob and I look at each other. We're just like, oh shit, it already happened. So we got to do a video. It's on our Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff. And it's just the video of me introducing myself. Hi, my name is Mouse. She says, hi, my name is Cat. And then I just turn around and bolt off and run. So, so that was the first one. And that was a dessert. <laughs> I saw that one too. So did you, you didn't know what her name was yet. And is that right? Like you were like going to show her something, but because her name was Cat, you ran away. Or did you already know her name was Cat? You're like, all right, cool. We should film this. So we met and then nobody was filming when I met her. So then we had to like explain what we were doing to her. And then we just kind of like redid the, the yeah, meeting yeah. for the first time. But yeah, basically just recreating the, the thing. That woman proceeded to spend the rest of the festival pretending to chase him around too. Yes. Now she's missing. <laughs> well, the mouse won. I did. Yep. This time. God damn. So these scavenger items were randomly selected by your fan base. Is that what it is? I yeah. love that idea. Yep. We did. We did kind of curate it slightly. I mean, there were some pretty weird things that people suggested that either a I wonder why legal, I wonder why or b <laughs> they just thought it would be really funny to say in the first place. So we we got rid of the ones that either weren't like reasonable or feasible at all, or the ones that would get us in a lot of trouble. I mean, but really, they're the ones that people want to see, Bob. They're, yeah, they're... you're not wrong. Good point. But then I couldn't post those things on Instagram and YouTube. I would only be able to post, post them on the hub. On yeah. the hub. Well, <laughs> that's Did you leave OnlyFans? Is that not an option anymore? Oh, no, it's still an option. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure all the bases yeah. are open. If I can post it on the hub, of course right. I can post it on the hub. Well, then tomorrow we're filming different videos. <laughs> Doug's... <laughs> <laughs> Doug's gonna test out the hub and then be like, "Oh, this really gets views." You're gonna all pivot right. tomorrow. It's like, "All right, Aaron, we got a <laughs> new video to make." What you been well, doing, Josh? What's happening in your in your world? Why talk about us all the time? You've been busy. Uh, I know you're bragging about all the money you're making working these gigs. <laughs> well, that was just in our private chat, but yeah, but thank you. you, uh, the, let me, you did those two toddler birthday parties. Was that like seventy five each? Mm. <laughs> and a free slice of birthday cake plus the cake and plus yeah it was great plus the admiration what, you, what, of the what kind of gigs are you doing what's your work oh bro just been for some reason this last uh last two weeks has just been mad i was out in yep. the country last week for like four days 
And um, this week, there was just like a flurry of, I think, I, how many events did I do? I did five events this week, but like three of them were all just yesterday. And um, That's a big day. Three in one day. Two in was, one day is a big day. Three was, is unwieldy. And what, what made it uh, more difficult was a really fun gig I did, which I put on my stories, was for this Mexican wrestling event. And oh, this is my ballpark. It was sick. It was like, and, and Bob commented on it. And I'll, I was like, you know what? These really are Bob's people. Like these guys were just super fun out there doing crazy shit. Uh, Wait a minute. You and, posted a video with wrestling involved and I haven't seen it. Well, the you, algorithm's you're, broke. You're busy making your. Uh, nah, I blame it on the content. algorithm. <clears throat> no, it was just on, on, um, it was only on my Insta stories, Doug. It wasn't a, a post post. But so oh, basically, okay. So, okay. so so I was doing this just a five minute halftime act in this wrestling show, but the show itself because I hung out with the with all the wrestlers and stuff afterwards, and I got home at like one a.m. What a but great gig! It was just really fun. Were you in but, the ring? Uh, no, but what I did do is so they were doing a a magico theme, so they were dressed as magical characters throughout history. <laughs> so were they wrestling like that? It's like Blackstone versus Houdini? No, not not like what we would like to see, magicians. They had like, you know, someone was a priest, someone was like Jesus. Oh. Um, someone that was a magic. That sounds even better, actually. Um, but. Someone, yeah, someone was a magic taco, which somehow Jesus makes sense. Jesus versus Buddha. <clears throat> yeah, someone dressed up as like the political party of uh, like one of our candidates over here, which was funny just to see like the irony yeah. of it. And, uh, and so I gave them like a magic cane. I like showed them how to use that and they loved it. They were like, yeah. and, um, uh, it was cool. It was real, just really cool to see. Um, the, but the, so I was explaining to the fellows, we were watching wrestling earlier today or more specifically, I was watching it. I'm trying to explain <laughs> it's our kindred art form. No one wants to listen to me, but mm. I'm sure you understand that after spending time with the brethren. Oh and, yeah. Uh, you know. Using this secret is, um, techniques to to convince the audience that impossible things are happening with drama. It was really funny because they were like, I was like, I wonder if this audience is going to even like seeing magic amongst this show. But then it, then it hit me. I'm like, they're all here watching, you know, 10 men dressed up in costumes, you know. Theater. <laughs> it's theater. Exactly. Exactly. So um, let me, I wonder if this all, if you'll hear this. No, just like just like we. I hosts. think magic needs more wrestling in it. And there is one guy doing it. The shocker. the shocker, Greg Dow. He does. Have you seen him? He did a fool us bit where he's doing magic in the wrestling ring. Ooh. Yeah, this guy gives me hope for the future. Okay. Look, I'll play this clip. This is just uh, a bit of what I was watching, uh, from the the side of the stage. Luchadors, I hope. <clears throat> so this is like, so this is Jesus versus someone else. I'll give it a second. It should. Oh, nice. Jesus got skills. And so like, you can see the audience is <laughs> like, they're just eating it up. Right. And I uh, am Jesus. <laughs> exactly. And maybe I can, if I quickly just find, um, <laughs> Oh, this is so I, good, man. I don't know that I've seen character wrestling before. Really? Yeah. So there's a bit more going on. Just body slams. What, like you dress and... up in characters? That's common? 
I don't see yeah. enough indie wrestling. Yeah, yeah especially for Mexican, like the Lucha Libre, Nacho Libre movie styled. This is what that was more based on. They had like a mariachi band playing as well. and It's so spectacular. Oh, yeah. Moonsault. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was just bloody wicked. And then, so then, yeah, the halftime comes so and they bring me on and... Yeah, what's it like to take that energy and turn it into a magic experience? You know? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, the thing is, like, yeah, they're already hyped. Like, they're yeah. already hyped and they just want adrenaline. So, like, I have five minutes. So, I basically did my um, my backflip routine act. So, I just come on, oh, throw yeah. fire, mm-hmm. throw fire, bring someone on quickly, do some magic, and then get... And, and I remixed my uh, the, the drum track that I usually do this act to to be Mexican. So I added in these Mexican layers of sounds and stuff and uh, do this the backflip. the professionalism and... you get with Norbita. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, ha- uh, I made sure I brought my own headset because they just had handheld mics and stuff and um, got it all going. And yeah, it was great. And so, I'd, yeah, it was just a fast five minutes. It's like the best gig ever. Five minutes in a wrestling arena. Man, I need that gig. So I'm curious. So- is this a... This is happening in Australia. It's a troop of Mexican wrestlers traveling the country. Is that what's going on? Yeah. So there's um there's an organization called uh, Pro Wrestling Australia over here, and they do a lot of these themed like WWE style wrestling performances. But this particular that's not quite WWE style. No, I, I know. It's AWA Wait. style. Let's get yeah. clear here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean, like the performing style of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, th- this guy, uh, Victor, who hired me, he particularly, he is Mexican. He literally just flew from Mexico like a week before this, but he, um, he's from Melbourne and, uh, yeah, this crew go around doing this Mexican style, um, really vivid character setup, uh, thing. So but what was interesting, so why that made it difficult for yesterday's shows was because, um, I got home at 1am, but then the next show was going to be at, uh, 10 a.m. like that morning, but in the Gold Coast, which is like an hour drive. And uh, it was for this um, Indian cultured event, but it was being held in a church. So like I just seen Jesus wrestling and now I'm actually in a church about to do a show for a very different audience. Yeah. Uh, You know, I I love mix my audiences. uh, I love them all the same. So I do this show in the morning um, and these kids are like slowly trying to like creep closer and closer on the stage while I'm doing this act. And I'm like, this is wild that no parents are moving these kids. And I keep telling them to move and, you know, you get through the act, the show, like the production of the the venue and stuff was wonderful. But anyway, so then I finished that show, go home. I have like an hour to, to decompress, get changed. And then I have to head to this penthouse that were in Brisbane, they had this big thing called the river fire where there are fireworks, a fireworks show goes off for like 20 minutes in the city, like on all the bridges and buildings and a regular fly event over. Big- yeah. It's an annual event. <clears throat> it's kind of like, a, oh, I see. Yeah, it's I kind it. of like a new year's Eve kind of thing, but yeah. they just randomly do one all right. in the middle of the year. Um, so I, I, I feel like I won't say his name, <clears throat> but I performed this, this, the people, the organizers of this party are like one of the richest people in Australia. And they hired out this penthouse. They turned it into a fashion show runway party. And they had uh, just 
the craziest stuff you've ever seen in a tiny penthouse on the top building, like they can watch the fireworks and everything. Um, it seems like you just find yourself in all these situations, sir. <laughs> yeah, we got off the yacht Somehow. and went to the penthouse yeah, via yeah. helicopter. Yeah. Of course, that was after they flew us to the wrestling gig. Yeah, so the thing with this with this penthouse gig was I was already booked to do a private dinner show that evening, but this event just insisted that I still come. So they wanted me to be at their event first, then they'll let me take a break so I can go do this other gig in the city, which is about a 20-minute walk away. Do that show. So it's like it was the second show I had to walk to was a, a private dinner. They had a room. There's just like 10 people in these seats at uh, this table. So I do that 20-minute dinner show, and then I walk back to the penthouse where now they're all just drunk and going crazy, and you know I do like an extra bit of roving there. Curious, do you prefer them tipsy <laughs> or not tipsy? At this penthouse one, tipsy was definitely better because it, it was yeah. uh, it was just it was just I can't even explain it properly. I felt like I was watching. Have you seen Bling Empire on Netflix? My chance? wife watches that insanity. So I felt like in this penthouse, I literally felt like I was I was in an episode of Bling mm. Empire. Like okay, that's just the absurdity, the absurdity and and awkwardness at the beginning was like, mm -hmm. what is happening? Like there are too it's many. Just so weird. Yeah. Maybe too many rich people in one room. All like it just it was it was yeah. weird, man. But like any um, any magician will find out. You know, everyone reacts to magic the same at the end of the day. So yeah, right. That uh, you know, it's super fun but uh yeah so long story short i was wrecked by the end of it and now i'm just glad that i have a day where i can just catch up with you guys and um not have to do any performing but it it was a uh, it was a it's been a crazy week that's for damn sure uh what was this man's name i have issue here with one of our viewers david o who it says magic and wrestling don't go together now i clearly <laughs> talked about the shocker who's proved this wrong but look at look what we got here. Look at this. Magic and wrestling going together. Like like peas in a pod, like rice and butter. This 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 magician wrestler had great acclaim in the WWE for a good two or three weeks before they shit can this gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> But the shocker, yeah. now this guy has talent. But somewhere along the line, Vince McMahon said, yeah, go with that. The wrestling magician. <laughs> yes. I mean, someone's got to do Thank it, you. right? Yes. <laughs> someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. But only for two or three weeks. <laughs> it's not yeah, a long, it long-term gig. No one, no one needs this. No, you can't be like, yeah. I mean, maybe you could do like the floating table and then ended up just, you know, whack, cracking it over. Yeah, it's head. like when you're ready to hit someone with a <clears> stick, <throat> you make it appear and then you hit them with it. You know, it's like, boom, stick. You had it with the cane. I was yeah. thinking, boy, they hit someone with one of those canes. You're going to have a lawsuit from a cut. <laughs> well, I, I made sure that I was the one, you know, where the cutting comes from is, is when you're trying to reload it, like reset the cane. That's oh, when yeah. I've cut, I've cut well, my thumb yeah. doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I made sure that anytime they set it off, I went and reset it for them. Like if they were practicing or, or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, but they were really clever. What they did was, because they were literally just wearing underwear. So they, they hid the cane on the referee. 
And oh, when the when look, the guy we was things. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So when the Secret guy Secret methods. That's it. So mm-hmm. the load came in. So one guy was on his knees and what like on one knee and just ha- like had his hand on the ref's uh, shoulder. And that's when he was able to get the uh, the cane from him. While everyone's watching this other guy, you know, mouthing off and looking at the crowd. And then they, they set it off. Apparently Drama. They, they freaking loved it. So good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that was wild to see that environment. They also another weird thing on my story that I that I put up was uh being a Mexican vent, they did this tequila thing where they they would lay someone down, a wrestler down, put tequila in his belly button, and then these girls that volunteered to come up would uh they drink the tequila out of the belly button, but it was like a it was like a part of the show again. Like everyone was like cheering them on. These girls like, "Yeah!" And then, and then, of course, some guys came up and did it too. Which uh, were the just girls as, just from the crowd or part of the show? No, man, these were um, part of, from the crowd. Yeah, from the crowd. Yeah, wrestling hoes—they're the best. Wrestling. <laughs> well, you know, when you get wrestlers like this, uh, well, if it will uh, let me focus, maybe it won't. Yeah, but you maybe if you like had this, wrestlers like, like this, to, if you get wrestlers like this, you know, warming up the crowd like that, then. Um, <laughs> Sticking their butt out? Yeah, on purpose. Like, right. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. This, uh, is the, yeah. this is the difference between an intimate wrestling show versus the WWE on TV. Because you go to a wrestling theater where it's a little more compact, you get a really saucy <clears throat> experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this one, yeah, all bets were off with uh, everything. You guys ever consider wrestling? Mark, you're built for it. You got the look. You could maybe we could do a match and film it. Oh hell yeah! That's how you go viral. No no holds barred. Yeah. Is there a is there a main wrestling state in the U.S.? You know what I'm flashing back is to Saturday Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, they had Doug Henning versus David Copperfield. You remember this? Have you ever seen this skit? It was a Martin Short played Doug Henning. And uh, <laughs> Harry Shearer played David Copperfield. <laughs> oh my God! Have you seen it? It's really oh, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's a, it's a Saturday Night Live skit from like the eighties. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Doug Henning starts fucking with David Copperfield. I am the ghost of. He's <laughs> like, Doug, get off my stage! And then they start fighting with shovels, and they're hitting each other's hands. Watch the hands! Watch the hands! <laughs> That is what would happen if two magicians started fighting, I reckon. Well, I mean, not, specifically not the fa- David Copperfield and Doug Henning. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the face and not the hands. Everywhere this else is fine. Not. Is that right, the, what else? the special I feel like order? we cut the syndicate short. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we got more syndicate <laughs> magi you want to talk about? Yeah, Man, so that how, should be. What? Do you have any pro wrestling scavenger lists? No, but I did get asked to portray a character as a um, wrestling manager here in the near future, so I'm probably oh. going to take that gig. <laughs> You'd be good at that. Okay. What's the friendship bond? What's the what? What's the friendship bonding been like through these five states? Do you hate each other now, or oh, are, you, are you closer? Or yeah, that was my first question. How do you not hate each other yet? Everyone seemed amicable. I only hate Mark when he's asleep. <laughs> he's a snorer, huh? He's a mog seller. Uh-oh. That's an issue. I just wake him up. I'm like, nah, dude. 
you're done doing that for yeah. at least five minutes. Uh oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Sounds like after... you need the match, not me. <laughs> imagine after all fifty no, states, and you're out, like, and then he'll start snoring. You're not knocking him out. <laughs> that was a joke. Bob, it would never hurt hurt Mark. I bet you're a dirty tactic wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Low blow. <laughs> Oh no, mouth coil. <laughs> yeah, so so what like what what are things that like have started happening that you didn't realize would happen or like things you've been learning as you've been trying to go on this adventure? That's fascinating. Wow. Yeah, that's a weird question. Like, we weren't expecting anything, honestly. Like we, we didn't plan very much other than let's just figure it out on the way. Mm -hmm. uh, we did start off trying to plan everything thoroughly. And that was way too overwhelming and stressful. So we said, screw it, let's just wing it. And then we learned that it's incredibly expensive to get between towns. Um, we learned that there's a lot of people who really don't care if they break your stuff. Oh, yeah. We learned there's cool magi willing to shelter us if it gets weird and it's rainy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good learning. Yeah. And what, what, what? <laughs> What about funding wise? Like, are you guys uh, making money as you're traveling or have you just like saved up and then just been like, let's see how far we get. We're making exactly enough in each place to get to the next place. Yeah. And we're not starving. Okay. Yeah, we well, that's, we're well, that's changing tonight, fellas, because dinner's not being made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I won't lie. Normally, when the Magic Guys podcast is on, I'm sitting down eating tacos and enjoying it. So I'm starving to seeing Look, you on the screen. Listen to this liar. Normally, the Magic Guys is at 7, and we're filming at 6.30. It's clearly half an hour before dinner, and we're going to eat when we're done, Bob. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you get your damn tacos. No, what, what's on the menu? Flush. What's on the menu tonight? <laughs> is it tacos? It is tacos. It's tacos. Yes. We're making tacos. That's what we thought. You know, you say that you make just enough to get you to the next state. Have you considered making twice as much as you need to get to the next state? And then by the end, I feel like you could, you know, have a big wad of well, cash. We did. It did come up once. But honestly, we decided that that was a stupid idea. Honestly. So <laughs> let me let me be the voice of reason here. When they make decisions to go to a city like Lafayette, Louisiana, which is fine, but there's not it's not exactly the big metropolis. You need to bankroll some bucks. So we're learning that when when we go to places, they need to be metropolis tourist spots so we can bankroll. And we're gonna do that tomorrow and maybe Monday in the French yeah. Quarter. Yeah, show them how it's done, Doug. <laughs> we got to see that spot that Doug's in his TikToks in. Well, not counting this one, but the other one where he's outside. Yeah. Do you get to see the famous bench that he fell off? Are you yep. taking him to? No, that, that was that, that was in Colorado. That was Colorado. Uh, but we, did, we walked we the French Quarter. Too. We walked yep. and smelled the smells and looked at the things. And yeah, tomorrow the road meets the metal. Wow. Yeah, Island Street performed in about six months, so it'll be interesting for me to get back out to the wild. And is is Jimmy out there at the moment too? He's in Texas. He's talking oh, about coming right, in. Right. Thank God yeah. he didn't. I'm full here. <laughs> I got an yeah. You got enough. I'd cuddle with Jimmy. Well, he's not gay anymore. Me either. But you know, when funds get thin. <laughs> yeah, right. There's always the 800 block of Bourbon Street. <laughs> 
I'm I'm gonna open every every show with a mouth coil too, so that will be a, a valuable option for me later on. They'll see me with the mouth coil and be like, that guy's got throat game. So I'm making money one way or another. This is a good segue. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one person one person do the mouth coil, one person do like, I don't know, nail in nose or something, and then one person do balloon swallow. And you've got the. It's, it's an interesting weekend in New Orleans, Labor Day weekend. It's decadence week where our LGBTQ community, I don't know all the uh, initials, but the uh, open minded Congress in New Orleans to celebrate their freedoms. Which it kind of sucks because my outfit won't stand out. <laughs> yeah, red sequins ah, are not yeah. enough this time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need more. Yeah, actually, need more sequins. It's enough. Okay. It's enough. Yeah, so yeah. Very normal. You are not homosexual enough. <laughs> Thankfully, I've got big gay energy, so I'm going to fit right in. I'm just going to stay close to Bob. That's what they said, Bob. <laughs> Well, that was just a joke for me, right? <clears throat> so, Mark, with uh, with the top hat, because it looks great and it, it suits you, but the public, are you wearing this just in your everyday? Is this your everyday yeah. hat? Yeah, I love that. What um does it does it get any any remarks like oh, I love the hat or what's in uh, the everyone hat? Everyone asks me if I could pull something out of it, and I got to disappoint them, which is kind of sad, but okay. It's still Tell us, surely you've thought of like something that you do when they say that. Like, <laughs> usually just points it, at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he pulls things out of his head. No, but I keep a bird in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, Bro, you got that, the sponge bunnies. That's what I do when they ask. Just put, yeah, just pull a sponge. Well, that's a good bit. But just palm the sponge bunny and pull it out of there. Everyone laughs and boom, you get a bit. And then segue into the sponge bunnies if you're feeling magic y. There you go. That, those are both <laughs> gooder options. Well, you could keep the latex stuff in there. That could be funny. <clears throat> yeah. This is that's gotta be a thing. That surely that's gotta be a thing. I like to pull money out of it if you like to put some in there. Yeah. That look, that is a great busking hat, right? I mean it's oh, yeah. You know what the, you know I'd be worried about is the heat of that thing. That is Actually, a it's not, it's not bad, huh? It's doing better with this than regular uh, let me hear you say that tomorrow mm. in 90 degrees in the New Orleans humidity and see how that thing that thing's gonna be three inches high by the end of the day. It's gonna <laughs> melt. We got Arkansas humidity and 108 and he wore it all. Whoa, day. okay. You'll you'll be fine. Actually, is it humid? Oh, is wow. it humid? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. It's really surely bad can, here. Surely you can it's sneak in ice. Surely you can just sneak an ice pack in there if you're in hot yeah. weather. I have done that. I have I have used cooling gel packs uh, mainly I you know, around the neck area. It, uh, they're a common place here. You put them in the freezer, chill them up, and then when you go out, you wrap them around, and it keeps your neck cool so the blood cools as it goes past it. It's a, re it's a real thing. And if you're out in 100-degree weather for extended time, it makes a difference. And I reckon if you're busking, Mark, I I, I can just see already because the hat is a stand-up piece. Like I'm sure <clears throat> everyone would love it if you're doing your act in like every prop you need. You're like, oh, hang on a sec, I need my scissors. You just they just come out of the hat. <laughs> oh, I need my rope. Oh yeah, rope. Yeah. Yep. You don't you don't yep. have a sharpie? Oh, I got a sharpie. And then you could like go with something obscure that you make come up yeah, in get conversation. One of these. One of these big 
four foot straws pulled yeah. out of there. Yeah, yeah. And then you like um, I just bought one of these because I had to. I have to have like, the four foot yeah. straw. It's in preset mode, of course. Yeah, the ladder. And then after That's you pull out the straw, <laughs> after you. <laughs> you want to get high? Yeah, you can get really high on a ladder. I bought the four footer just so I could present it on video. Actually, it's not too big, right? It's manageable for a video screen. If this was the mm. eight foot or the ladder, I can't use this here. Yeah. But I can use this for video, and yeah. this is not for stage. So that's the name of that tune. And then once you pull out this giant straw, you can, can we open the, the bag and start snorting? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use the the now Josh has to edit the podcast. <laughs> you, you're going to need, uh, for that kind of straw, you're going to need like a sandpit. That's what you're going to need. Uh, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say was you look at a guy and you'd be like, oh man, you look like you're thirsty. And then you pull out just like a tiny shot out of the, out of the top hat or something like that. Something that ironically couldn't be drinking with that magic straw, that giant straw. There's your professional advice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause the shot glass, you, get, you know, there's a nice uh, gimmick that holds <clears throat> a shot. You just put a balloon top over it or they make some uh, plastic things that can stick on there. Do I have one of them hanging around? Yeah, of course. I, I mean, do, I, I wasn't going to say it. it. I wasn't going to say it out loud on the pod, but now that you've said it. Yeah, just oh, yeah. Do that. You don't talk about <laughs> methods. No, I mean, who told who taught me? Um, Sam Angelico taught me you. Uh, you put a, you you tie a balloon and then you just cut it off after the knot, and then you just use that lip part to to go over the top. Yeah, you can just cut the top of it off. Delve into the bag of plenty and see if I have this thing in here. Yeah. These are the discards. <laughs> and then and then basically all you do is when you're grabbing the shot glass, your thumb pushes down and the balloon just latches onto your thumb instead. And then you can bring out the the glass. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Thanks, Bob. That was worthless. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think there's David's a there's a there's a there's an act called the D-Land Thimble Act. And this thimble act includes a shot glass and it includes a rubber stopper that has a tab that's on the mm. end of it. So instead of having a balloon that you have to seal up, it's a solid piece of rubber that just sticks in there and has a tab, which makes the removal. Yeah. Easy. You know, I know, um, I know Steve Cohen does a, uh, a shot production and he always does this motion. So I think he actually has, he actually has a cap that goes on top of it because with the silk over the top, he always goes like this. And when I saw it live, I heard like a little, yeah. like a little, yeah. And uh, there's, there's got to be stuff out there, but you yeah. know, quick easy option just you know use the balloon top but yep i yeah, think I that's what that. eugene used he did the production from a paper bag mm. burger eugene burger or what if you i'm just i'm so curious now you there's uh that there's a routine uh scott alexander has where you you have the cup right you pour the liquid into your hat and then you put the empty cup into the hat and scoop up the liquid again and you show your hat empty mm-hmm. that's cool um, so many possibilities. Stuff I have to look forward to when I'm just eventually fully bald and uh, committing to the hat full time. So, there's that. Somehow I I missed that that note. I do zero hat magic. You know. Yeah, but I think we talked about this once before. That's because you said like you're a sweater. And oh so yeah, that's your right. Never. When I pull my hat off ideal. out there. I get drenched. Just yeah. down in a, it's like a small waterfall. 
caressing yeah. over the. See, when I take off my top hat, I've got another hat on under there. Mm. So maybe you should just start wearing two hats. <laughs> I, br- I I have two hats actually. I bring a tipping hat. You guys got everything out of order here because there's too many bodies in this room. I don't know where anything is, but I bring a collapsible top hat top hat out when I busk. This hat is a receptacle for uh, things that I use in the act that go in there, ropes and things. They, and then at the end, I use it to hat the audience. So, there. Oh, the top hat would be up top. Yeah. I oh, found it. Nice. 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 <clears throat> I had do you ever to tip, say, you know. work for tips out there, Josh? Or when you go outside, you just film. You, you don't need that money, so you don't care about that, huh? Yeah, no, I just, I film, I give out, uh, I just, I have these little social cards made. So it's, um, they're, they're, oh, my goodness, my goodness. Same way. Yep. Oh, yeah, I, I just, love that. I just God, give out these, li- these little yet? things. Why don't I have that yet? I sent you the design. I'm sure I made it for you and sent you the design for it on Canva, but God, that, so that was a while back. <laughs> you anyway, did. you did. So, I'm writing yeah, it down, Josh, and then I'll forget right. it again. So yeah, I give these bad boys out because everyone. Uh, so I'll go up with another magician and we'll take turns at filming. And it's funny because after every performance, they go, "Oh, where can we find the video?" And I can just go boom, 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 boom. Whereas my friend Pasha has to be like. Oh, okay, go on your phone, uh, type in, you know, P-A-S-H, da-da-da-da-da-da, it takes a while. But these just save so much time, and people yep. definitely find it. But, uh, yeah, when I'm out there, it's just for content, and it's just for my own pleasure of, of trying stuff out and, you know, keeping my ear to the I'll tell you something I considered. I found a company that does back printing for stickers. So you can put any printing you want on that, which means after they peel the sticker mm. off, now they have your information here, right? This, this yeah. for me, I think is a good option for busking so that they have something tangible to take away from their gratuity instead of just giving. You could say, hey, if you tip, grab a sticker. And now after they got the sticker, well, now they have conjure.com, dougcon.com, and all the social media sites as well. Nice. For That's really nice. For a little while, I, I had um, a sheet of stickers that, that I, I would put on like the sign card that they keep at the end oh, of, yeah. the, of the trick. That's so you just nice. put it on the back of the card, but because yep. um, it saves you having to like write your name on it or yep. sometimes they'll be like, oh, can you sign it too? Um, and I think I just stopped because I just found it a little un- a little unorganic to be like, well, before you keep that card, let me. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But in theory, it sounds like if I was busking, I'd probably do it more. Um what, what I would do if I was busking with that card is put the QR codes for Venmo and PayPal on those things. And oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That, that is where the gold would be for that. Do you have 100%. a website on your card or is it just social media? Yeah. So it has my email, website, and socials. Yeah. When I first got it made, when I first had it made, I only put the socials on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thinking was, because my normal business card has my phone number and I just didn't want on the street to be just giving out my phone number right. every single exactly. time. Um, Cause I, you know, we're performing for teenagers and fam all just all different mm-hmm. demographics. So I like, what I really want them to do is follow me on the socials, see the video. So um, this has everything except for my phone number and just particularly uh, enhances the, yeah, the, the social media yeah. platforms. 
But uh, yeah, very inexpensive. I just made these myself on Canva. Um, you know, I just buy them in a batch of a, a hundred at a time. Okay. And Canva. You buy them too, through so Canva. Yeah, yeah, okay. they deliver. So you you yeah. order it and then you can you can download it and then you know yeah. go to your normal Vista Print or whatever yep. provider you use. But it's cool. Yeah, I made a bunch for Jason too. And and uh, the funny thing with Jason is um, it just he'll forget them. But then when he does remember them, he like brings the actual package that they were shipped in. So he like opens up this brown box and is like, yep, let me get one out for you <laughs> and one for you and one for you and put like he keeps the whole thing instead of just grabbing like 20 of them, shoving them yeah. in your pocket. Mm-hmm. It's uh, he's like, he's like doing this. He's like, oh yeah, yeah right. Give That's you, weird. Uh, That's also give heavy. You <laughs> it's another yeah. five pounds to carry around. Yeah, for sure. Weird. And he's carrying enough already. Oh shit! Anyway, bye, Jimmy. Nah, he's been. Jason's been trimming up a lot since he's been on the ships. He's been telling me. That's surprising. You'd think that you go there to get fatter. All the food on the ship. It's it's bizarre. It is bizarre. He said he's had a personal trainer and he's been not drinking while on the ship. And good for him. He's doing all the of a situation that could not be that. Maybe if you take other paths. Yeah. And hopefully he'll be bloody back on this podcast soon. He said this is the last month. So <laughs> don't you laugh that hard, Doug. <laughs> Episode 100, Jason makes his return. Yep. And he's just on his phone. He's not even in his studio. Let's, let, let's quit at 99. Let's book him and then just shut this thing down at 99. Can you imagine? I don't think my brain would let me stop at yeah, 99. Right. I, I could, you know, not that I want to, but I could I could be okay with stopping at 100 because um, all good things come to an end at some point, but um, but not 99. Oh, my God. What about 98? 98. Well, at least yeah, it's an We're not done here. Number. Maybe after this uh, train wreck, 93 is the number. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is at least an even number, 92. So 92 is okay, but not 99. I mean, because of what Bob's going to perform later, we'll definitely get us shut down. So we may as well go out with a bang, right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> we all will, actually. That would, you know what? That would be a funny way to try to end the series of something is where now we're just going to do crass, just brutal things. See what it takes to get canceled. Yeah, make it cancel us. I like this yeah. plan a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few people have been getting canceled on uh, social media in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you oh, guys do tell. Who's follow been many. getting the can? So not not magicians, but number one is this you know global uh, phenomenon of Andrew Tate that uh, has been of just... what? What do I so not know? This okay. His name is Andrew Tate. We might get canceled even just for talking about this segment, but. Anyway, he's 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 been on lots of podcasts, and uh, he just he has very interesting outlooks and opinions on life and yeah. masculinity and and the role that women play in his life and all this kind of stuff. And uh, social anyway, he had like from in just a few months, he ended up having millions of followers on all the platforms. He had he has like he started his own academy where he like taught men 
to be men, I guess. I don't I don't, I don't really know what, what his academy was. Anyway, social media, cancelled every account he has. YouTube, Whoa. Instagram, Facebook, he's gone. Wow. And so now he has to go to some, um, you know, offshore uh, platform that, that like can host its own stuff and can't be cancelled. And then the second guy is a guy that I've loved following uh, that's part of the Nelk Boys uh, called Steve Will Do It that I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast every now and then. Yeah, I think you... Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you know his stuff? Yeah, oh yeah. And he's like a combination of crazy college drinking uh, vibes mixed with mm-hmm. philanthropy, with giving out tons of money, yeah. helping people's yeah. lives. My, my favorite... One of my favorite one of my favorite clips that was uh, only a, a a month or two back was he he gave these um these children living with cancer like the best um, experiences of their lives and took them to do all this crazy stuff buy all these clothes go to all these awesome places but the best thing was that he treated them like the little shits they were <laughs> like he was brute. Like he just treated them like every other mate that he would hang out with. He's like giving them, he's like giving them crap. They're giving him crap. Love and it. It's like the best thing ever to see. And I hope I don't, you know, I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, but like he, um, he even got one of them to give him shit and be like, what? You're not going to buy them for us. But she might die, like one of the girls saying to their friend, like they're all living with cancer. And they Whoa. say it in but they say it in a way that like is funny because they're the ones saying it and they're like, What? Like you have to watch it, which you can't now because it's cancelled, but like anyway, it was just really great to see. Like he just treats them like just normal as if they're adults and uh, and they you can really see they love it and the parents love it and like it's great. It's it's interesting that you would get canceled across multiple platforms for like uh I mean yeah. like if you get canceled on YouTube, Instagram goes, Oh yeah, we're on board too. Is that what happened? I don't know or, with the Andrew Tate one, but but um with Steve will do its one, it's his YouTube account that got that got shut down. Yeah, okay. Then. Um and it was really bizarre because and that's where he makes all his uh income and obviously that's where all his videos are. Yeah. But they he, he was just on a podcast and he was explaining that it wasn't YouTube didn't use the excuse of his content being too far out there because it is far out mm-hmm. there. They said, because you have a second channel that um, promotes gambling, which you're allowed to do, um, he they the reason they said they canceled him was because on the screen that where you're showing the gambling, you didn't blur out the web address. <laughs> They're like, you can say the name but you can't say like the web address. So like I could say, I could say Doug Con, but I can't say DougCon.com because that's like promoting gambling too much. Or anyway. Yeah. Okay. So it was hey, like this really, know, actually, it was me. like this really fine line rule that, that, um, I've wondered almost, about that. Cause as a poker player, I play online. I've thought about sharing a little content maybe mm. now and again, you know, maybe record a tournament I play or something like that. But I'm really unaware of the rules for, showing gambling on YouTube. I know people have done it. Yeah. Well, I think it's, and I think it's also because it's a, a sponsored video. So I think, okay, I think it's man. called, I think it's called Rubet or something like that. All right. And so he can say, Hey guys, I'm on Rubet, but he can't say what the physical web address is. Yeah. All and, right. uh, 
And then because he has used his main channel to promote his second channel, they were able to use that excuse as the link to now cancel the main channel as well. Like he doesn't mention gambling on the main channel, but because he's mentioned the second channel, it's like, it's so stupid, but you know. That's got to be a rough road to hoe, man. Especially if you're doing well, then all of a sudden YouTube's like, pull the plug. Yeah. But in my experience, when when platforms cancel you, it only makes people want to see your stuff even more. Like in the past, when yeah, I've man, seen if creators you got a good following do that. Going. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. over here diversifying. So if anything falls out, I'm ready to, you know, have a safety blanket. You know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Then you can just go to, you can just make the Conjure Academy and everyone will just follow you there. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's the classic story of um, my buddy, Vin Yang, who I, eventually I'll get him on the podcast, but the, yeah. the way he began his keynote career in the, the short summary of it is he had a YouTube channel taught magic tutorials Magic community didn't like it, started threatening him, but his community loved him. So he built a a web uh, a platform where you can pay to get in. So now there's a barrier to entry. 2,000 people signed up for $10 a month because they wanted to learn from him and support him. Maybe. And uh, and he couldn't have thanked the Magic community more for pushing nope. him <laughs> away right. from YouTube. <clears throat> then he wins Young Entrepreneur of the Year. Keynote career starts. Million dollars a year speaking. So, young entrepreneur of the there. year from a magic endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're making 20 grand a month and uh, you figure it out, I guess, what to do with that <laughs> power. <laughs> yes. This is my plan. I have everything except the professionalism. <laughs> Ah, you don't need that. I also, my goal is only 10,000 a month. So I only need to be half professional. So there's hope for me. Gotcha. Hey, we can achieve that. That's. I think so. It's a reasonable goal. Yeah. I mean, now these days though, do you even need another platform or is the YouTube memberships area like. So YouTube is like. As far as income in the middle, the Facebook's paying me the most. And when I think Mm. of things that are paying me the most and that will vanish, I think of Facebook. You know, like I can't imagine their uh, little shenanigans where they steal all the best ideas and run with them for a year or two, then steal the next thing is going to pr- provide any longevity. Yeah. I hope that YouTube long form will, but it's going to take a few years. So, uh, you know, yeah, 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 I think it's important if you're going to be a social <clears throat> media person too, you got to keep an eye out to what's the next thing because there's always the next thing. And always. then Facebook will steal it and you can make money off that for a couple couple months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just watched the clip super, super fast this morning and Gary V's like, eventually Instagram will be MySpace. Yeah, it sounds like you were listening to the same thing I was. Think Media, their interview with him? I think, yeah, it probably was. Probably uh, have was. you heard of uh, Vero? Vero. So no. people like Peter McKinnon, um, Chris Ramsey, they're all starting to preach about Vero now because it's basically like older Instagram where everything's in chronological order. Um, you're seeing who you follow instead of just seeing random posts. And yeah, like, Peter McKinnon was on the, the socials bitching about Instagram last week. Uh-huh. Yep. And now he's just promoting Vero. It's true, you know, Instagram's a shit show yep. compared to what it used to be, so, you know, pivoting from photographs to TikTok. <clears throat> yeah, Peter it basically, yeah. There. Chris Ramsey's been posting on there. Um, Daniel Madison recently got one. Oh, already? Um, um, Vero. 
Wes Barker recently got on there. So. Wow. As in V-E-R-O? Yeah. Vero. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Mm. So it might be safe to have just in case it takes off. Yeah. That's one of the things that Gary V said when he's talking about, you know, your Facebook's going to be the next MySpace. He also mentioned how much it sucks to start a new one. You know, like he was saying, well, I was killing Twitter and then Instagram comes along and now I got to grow Instagram and then TikTok comes along. And I get, but guess what? If you're doing that, it's part of the job. And yeah, Vero yeah. might be looked at tomorrow. Interesting. Interesting. There's always going to be something, but I mean, the content, you know, you're always making content. So I guess what changes is where you post it and the, and maybe a couple of subtleties for that platform, but I'm sure it, it won't phase you too much, Doug. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we'll see. You know what I always wondered is <laughs> I like, I feel like I've never have any, like, I never feel like I have a grasp on anything, but that's been my life. So, you know, I just keep riding the wave. I wonder what happens in like a hundred years when like we all have all this content, but we're gone, but like our lives are still existing in these videos and stuff. Someone suggested like, I wonder if like on your tombstone, you could have like a thing where you plug in a USB <laughs> and you can like watch like this person's life. Yeah, or, but, you know, something but crazy. now you're suggesting things a hundred years from now are going to be relevant, like videos, you know, it's going to be all virtual reality and probably brain waves are just going to imagine, you know. I wonder what were people mm. doing a hundred years ago to share. Well, I mean, I, it was, there wasn't even TV. <laughs> there wasn't. Yeah. Was it radio? Yeah. True. True. It's I don't like, know. I mean, things have changed a lot in a hundred years, but it's, but yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Let's listen to the radio and talk about George Orwell in 1984. Yeah. But imagine if you could, uh, if there was a way to still watch like Abraham Lincoln's video diaries or something, you know? So, good point. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Are my TikToks that important? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe one uh, day. Here's when, one thing Gary like, V was preaching about the NFT, right? And, and mm. he's like, this is an important thing. Is it? He thinks so. We don't know for sure. But he yeah. indicated well, YouTube is interested in them. In NFTs. Yep. And developing them as part of their, you know, platform. Interesting. Well, it, yep. I think it's the the technology that Gary loves. Like the fact that it can be it can be linked to a membership or access to stuff. And then every time an NFT is sold, you as a creator will always get a percentage of it each time. Like so, I think yeah, that's his, that technology. You know, he's saying they have purpose beyond things mm. we don't even realize yet. And that yeah big business is going that direction in a big way yeah it's like if you if you're one of the owners of the conjure.com nft then you get access to the conjure festival every year uh yeah. because you're one of a hundred nft members but if you sell your membership you can do that but doug will still make 10 percent of that sale and so you'll forever, you know, have that ecosystem. And that occurs. And if you put something out with some exclusivity, the value increases and yada, yada. Yeah. And then it might be worth a million dollars. Someone will sell it to make themselves a million. You'll get a hundred K and that, you know, that just keeps rolling. And I'm going to start doing that instead of magic now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to do NFT trading. Yeah. Nice seeing wow. you. Bye.
That's it. We you got to create them. That's the that's the key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's insane. So so look, uh, let's bring this full circle here in our last five minutes. Um, what is the next couple of? Are you doing all fifty? Are you just going to keep doing all fifty until you burn out or have to stop, or are you just doing like? I have a, a theory. Time, they're not time. leaving New Orleans, but we'll mm. see. Well, that, I have to go home. So. AJ's going home for sure for a little while. Uh, I'm actually going to go back to Arkansas for a little bit soon, too. I have a couple gigs to do and a wedding to attend. So uh, Ooh, there's a nice. couple little things for me to do. Uh, and I'll make more money when I go home. So it will not be one tour of the country. No, tell right. her all. It, go out for a month or so, take a break. Go out for a month or so. Take, that's what, kind of what it seems like. Isn't that's it? awesome. Just Unless do that. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how, how much money I make on you know tomorrow and Monday, I might not have any gigs to do in Arkansas. Like they might get canceled, and I might not be friends <laughs> with those guys that are getting married. But. <laughs> oh geez. And where can people mainly like where can people follow this journey of yours? Uh mostly on TikTok and Instagram right now. Um we're we're not really doing too well at keeping up with the YouTube part yet, but we're trying to piece together some longer form content to put up there and kind of like capture several states at once to make little episodes of the journey. Because mm. as hard as that is, you know, that's where like the people can really cling on to watch the journey, right? Like Doug mm-hmm. can attest to that. As hard as it goddamn is. I mean, you guys are lucky. You have, there's three of you, so you can take turns with the camera filming one another. It's not like one person trying to vlog Casey Neistat style. Exactly. Um, but then obviously you've got to find time to edit. And we, we were speaking about that earlier. That's on your list, AJ, right? You got footage. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I agree. Like, it would be ideal. I think you guys film this stuff on the road, get it up, and just keep banging it out. And it's going to gain the traction to make this thing snowball. Yeah. Like, uh, I you think- go posting it a month <clears throat> or two posts. It's okay maybe when you're getting started, but moving on down the line, I think maybe a little more current content's cool. Absolutely. And if you've got a, you know, if, if you've got that Venmo link, like if you want to support the, the, the challenge, yeah. you know, here's the thing. I mean, you, you are posting on social media short forms. You're doing TikToks and Instagrams as you go. Mm. And like, I am seeing them. I'm, I'm seeing them all, but yeah, it'd be cool if there was like the one place. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. all right, here's the, the, the little vlog from this state. And here's the little one from this state. Here's an you interesting have a fact channel? about this place. Yes, we do. And it's syndicate magic. Yes, sir. That's it. I got it right. Did it. Did it <laughs> nice. Syndicate magic on YouTube, and hopefully that's blossoming within the next few months or maybe a year. Takes a little while, so build it up, make it happen. Yeah, I mean, while you know, take this opportunity to learn from Doug how he's able to edit these videos, whether it's oh, on I'm his charging phone or his iPad. They're doing or, that. It's a per hour event. That's what yes. I expect nothing less. But mm-hmm. um, you know, use so that. That's going to be thirty-two cents for today. <laughs> 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 There's a button in here. <laughs> I'll take the button. <laughs> Thirty-two cents and a button. The button counts. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, you guys can stay till Wednesday. <laughs> you're locked in. Yeah, how long are you? Uh, is that how long you're planning to be in New Orleans for? How long did I plan for them to be here? 
No, well, yesterday. Pati- <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I figured it'd be a few days. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. Um, we came to New Orleans knowing oh, we went to Lafayette because I had a friend that lived there. We wanted to have fun and enjoy some of the culture and stuff at a place where we could be very, very cheap to exist. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we had the intention of coming here to make a bunch of money, but we've been rained out so far, so we haven't had a chance yet. Yeah. But You'll get realistically, there. it's make enough money to get to the next spot and bounce. Mm-hmm. So okay. ask us tomorrow. We'll tell you what's up. Okay. Yeah. Unless tomorrow goes really well, you'd be like, okay, yeah. Well, honestly, guys- if tomorrow goes really well. We might not leave until Tuesday when AJ leaves. So we're in New Orleans, one of the hardest cities to work in the world. It's not going to go well. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's brutal here. We're wow. going to make some money. You're going to be done by the end of the day. You'll well, be with like, that in- ready for home. This was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. That's how you're going to feel tomorrow. That's the enthusiasm we want to hear. Look, I I, brutal honesty is what you get in the con household. New Orleans is insanely difficult for buskers. You come mm. here, you suffer, you figure it out, you get good, and then you go make money elsewhere. But you don't come here as a novice and expect to get wealthy quickly. There is yeah. money to be made, and it's challenging. <laughs> we'll make some tomorrow, just yeah. not buckets. Okay. So, well, we have our next podcast on uh, on Monday, New Orleans time. So maybe, Doug, you can uh, give us the, the spiel, the, the debrief of how that went. <laughs> maybe I'll make a lot and run away with them. Maybe I won't be here, Joshua. Okay. And it would just be Aaron running the game after that, running your socials and your videos. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. These guys are going to go. It's on Monday anyway. So yeah. Number 93. 93. Yeah. All right. These guys are going to go get some tacos. Uh, Syndicate magic. I'll, Put the links down below so you can follow their their journey. Support the the boys. And uh, anything you guys want to add before we uh, before we end this cast? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of the Magic Guys.